AGM coming in, and we're back. Greedy drops his soap, while Dane's dropping facts. Three's better than two if you understand the meaning. White boy up, so we introduce Keenan. Mercenaries in underwear, they can stay put. We have football on our tongues, just minus the foot. Rugby league group showers while drinking for claims. And we're bringing this bullshit any given Monday. I said any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. Any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. I said any given Monday, baby. Boom! <laughs> Here we are. Well, we're just talking a bit of local footy um, off off the off the air. Um, welcome back to regular Charlie Moe's. Come on for another yarn. Brought his um his uh, never-ending supply of Brick Lane lagers for us. So it's good to have him back. It's a problem. All the cans I keep bringing you is keep emptying. I don't know. Yeah, what <laughs> there's a, you keep sending <laughs> the signs with the holes in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring the full ones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's shit having a beer fridge, man, because I just drink the shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when the beer fridge sits like within arm's reach. You oh, just, no. If you put it over in that room and you got to actually get up to get your beers, you won't be drinking so much. Yeah, that's why I stay And you get up and you go get a beer and Freddie and I get lost here <laughs> for 20 minutes, so <laughs> <laughs> we need it right there. And Charlie's but like, oh, thank God he's back. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get Charlie back this week because Callum last week was old Muto like he normally is. I well, saw, that's, saw that's his comment on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. You were fucking shocking. Yeah. They got rid of you. And I listened back after. to I actually listened back to us last week today, and it wasn't so much that Cal wasn't talking; it was so much that he was talking like this away from the mic, and you couldn't even hear what he's saying. Yeah, the he's like, "Bro, talk into the microphone, please." Oh, the amount of times we've told cunts that you got to talk into. I know, it. and I was sitting in the car, and I was hearing his Cal just like this, bro. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's then the direction. And so, sometimes he was just chilling, like yeah. leaning back, like this. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, no, he's good. I, it's not the cow. No, it's not, not that we cut cow. It's just that you suck. It's yeah. Charlie, <laughs> it's that Charlie was available this week. <laughs> <laughs> available. Yeah. And I told him. I wrote back to him. I said, "You need another week to cool off from that riff sending you off, bro." <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a cow on Sunday at the Coles, like driving in to go shopping. I go, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Going shopping." I go, "What'd you do last night?" He got got fucking blind. There's <laughs> <laughs> something different for yeah. old pops. He loves it. And what you go camping? I did. I did. I went camping. I went up to Kenilworth. And camp for two nights, so we went up Friday, went Friday night, all day Saturday, come home Sunday morning, and then, yeah, back to watch Maydeans play. You and the kid? No, but nah, me and Joel and, and um, his missus' family. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, it was pretty good. It was fucking cold, but it wasn't as cold as I thought it'd be, so it was, it was good. Did you take DA Maxed? Yeah, bruh. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Any photos it. on Insta? Loved it. No, 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 none of that. I, um... I didn't really have the setup and the, the photos going. She wasn't too photogenic because I just had a dad set up. It was Gramp styling for this camping trip. I was a bit light on. So I didn't have to. I was jumping with Joel and him and his missus got everything. So I'm just like, what do I need? And I was like, don't even need anything. It was just me, my car, my swag, and a bag of clothes. And that was it. What was Zena doing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't take fucking anything. I did take my smoker up and set it up because I got a gas smoker. So I took it up and set it up and just um, put it on early Saturday morning. And um, smoked a brisket and a pork shoulder and stuff all day Saturday. Yeah. 
and have that at camp on Saturday up. It was fucking unreal. <laughs> and then just well, got behind, eh? Yeah, but how much better? I think there's something in it where you go away for like one, two nights, you can just take like one tarp off the car and swags and everyone's swagging around a fire or something or anything like that rather than like a week and you have yeah. to fucking set up. Set up and a Because packing shit. up is hell. Yeah, and yep. after like for a week, you got to get a week's worth of food, a week's worth of grog, a week's worth of fucking everything. It's just... It makes it like weekend trips are the best, I reckon. Unless you unless you've got the proper setup and you've got like um, you've got the full setup ready to go. So when you do go these week trips, all you got to do is worry about food and piss, and not have to worry about packing everything over and over. Because packing for camping that long is a nightmare. But yeah. it's good when you're there because you're there for a week and you can just fucking put your feet up. Like I would have loved an extra day. But yeah, it, I makes, mean, it makes it easy coming on the way home. Just me rolling my oh, swag up, throwing my bag in the car, and that's it. I'm Especially home. if you're in a state, eh? Like, I remember going <sighs> over to Fuck. this huge Morton trip me and my mates did when we were about 24. And we took a bag of pingers, bro, over there. So for 14 nights, I think we were there 14 nights on on oh. the beach side, not calm side, because we couldn't get yeah. beach side. It was around Christmas. And we just had this pingers. And then the pingers would crush up, and then the dust in the bottom. So we called it pixie dust, and you just you'd reach in and grab. You don't you, you weren't even measuring it don't at that worry point. About measures. Yeah, just and use so the, spoon the, the pack up was like eight suicidal cunts <laughs> trying to get through a fucking pack up. I remember we dug a fucking hole in the, and we're like, just put the fucking garbage in that hole. And the and, and the um, ranger came comes by, and it's like. Don't tell me you you're gonna do what bury that <laughs> shit in that hole. And he's like, get it out. We're like, oh fuck, man. And you guys are all sweating so much, passing around one bottle of water so no one dies. Everybody get some hydration. Uh, oh fuck. But um, Charlie, you had a big weekend, yeah. Yeah, had a big weekend. Um, went to Melbourne Friday morning. Flash. Um, yeah, went down there. Had to uh, go down for work, so went and saw the brewery for the first time, which was fucking sick. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's so big. Um, had a Christmas party. Flew back Christmas in July. Christmas in July. Yeah, so the poor buggers, man, they've been trying to have one for like two years, but because of all the lockdowns, yeah, man, lockdown Melbourne Central like oh, just shit. couldn't go. And yeah. last time they went down, they started the party, and half an hour in, um, Anastasia Palaszczuk announced that borders were closed, and so they had to run back to the uh, to the airport <laughs> oh, and jump on a plane. Fuck. That so a nightmare. They finally got one in, and yeah, got to go down. And so was the Christmas party at the brewery. Uh, no, we went out to the brewery and did a did a bit out there for the day and then shot back into the CBD and went to Holy Moly and a few other bars and had a few beers. And <laughs> That's a big weekend. Add the, add the traveling either side of you, you fucking... And you got... You spell mate, on the pierce here. Yeah, it got, turns into a big weekend. We got back home to our apartments Saturday morning at some ungodly hour. <laughs> About a 45-minute kip. Straight on the in an oh, Uber to the airport. That's the worst. Straight from the airport oh. out to North Lakes to play some some threes footy. <laughs> <laughs> Ran on with about an hour of sleep under my belt in two days. I yeah, I didn't know Charlie rooted. was playing as well, and we were both playing threes because one's got forfeited yeah, against. Yeah. And um, I go, Charlie, how are you going? He goes, Man, didn't get much sleep last night. This is out on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, it was like the hilly before the game. I was like, Mate, I'm good for 20 minutes total, four yeah. five minute stints. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> total 20 at once. I need a couple. Break. I think I ended up playing about what, probably a half of the game and it was over two stints. The worst thing is you'd almost rather not sleep than have 45 minutes. If I have 45 minutes or an hour sleep after a big night and I wake up, I am fucked. Whereas if I just kick it that extra 45 minutes, I can sort of just keep lumbering through my hellhole. 
But if I went to bed and then woke up, for some reason, that 45 minute sleep would just turn my body into shutdown mode and yeah. then I'd be fucked. I got to know, I have to fucking know that that next day I'm drinking again. Yeah, like yeah, for yeah. me to do yeah. that, I got to need, I, I need the alcohol there so when I wake up, I don't, <laughs> I can just again. keep cranking. I think, so you don't go suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only reason I actually had to sleep was because I thought I'd spent 160 bucks on the room. I'm not just going to use the shower. So I just felt guilty. I had to, d- had to dirty the bed up. Yeah. So <laughs> just whack off in it quickly. <laughs> just get a little free milks out of the fridge like yeah. I'll show them fuckers take a shit yeah. <laughs> don't flush yeah. don't wipe the skitties it's alright yeah. unfold a little bit on the toilet paper yeah. so it's no, not just Amber heard it bro just on the bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah just bring your kitten litter box up and just leave it there <laughs> and then um, so Sunday Abba, you had a good sleep <laughs> oh man after I got home sleep like a rock um, from threes on Saturday got ready to watch the Broncos play Fell asleep during I was that tired. You know I'm tired yeah, when yeah. I'm falling asleep during a Broncos game. And the thing is too at the threes, we didn't even need to be there. Like, yeah, no. yeah, they were fine. Like they, it was the second team in a week in a row that we played three. Oh, you weren't there last week, no, were you? No, yeah, that was my first game yeah. playing for the threes. It was, it was oh, fun. Yeah. It's fun, it but it's it's the second. Very you forget yeah. it's second week, man, and so both sides were the same. Mm. Huge Islanders, yeah, yeah, but just, just they blow out. It's very, just so very, slow. That's like, what threes so much is. Time. Yeah, it's just slow. But those big, big sides, everyone looks at them and goes, "Fuck!" You're coming up against a massive side, but then ten minutes in, they're blown out. And it's it's open slather for the, for the little sides. It's good fun. Yeah, and then it's like, well, I'm not carving up, so I must be slow too. <laughs> <laughs> there were times where I was like, I should get the ball here, and I was like. <laughs> Nah, they'll be okay. <laughs> Charlie got Charlie got an intercept. Was it? Was it? Or, or a, a oh, pick up? Oh yeah, yeah, they like dropped. This is right at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's like thirty seconds to go. They're attacking our line. I rush up. He drops the ball straight into my arms. I look up ninety meters. I'm fucking clear. Yeah. Hoss, 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 hoss. Bang! Ten meters to go. Drop, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was like he's got it. No, he doesn't. No, he does. And then a huge treadmill, and he doesn't. Yeah. And then Charlie's heart's gone. Stop running, or I'm gonna fail on yeah. you. Dude, I got to the fifty meter mark, and I was like, I think I'm clear because I wasn't looking back. And then I just hear Hilly go, "Run!" And I was like, "Fuck!" Had to go again. And I was, I was in sand at that point. So. Done. Dusted. Yeah. Trust me, I've been run down many a time and I definitely don't make it 80 before I get run down that's for sure I'd be lucky if I make 8 oh no it's le- it's when you're that age when you learn how to look so you make yeah. that break and straight away I'm look, looking now yeah. I'm like and where's my fucking fullback and Where'd your it? eye you can almost see from there you can almost see three quarters away that way yeah. and then you quick one either way and you know exactly what's completely around you Although early and usually usually I'm looking for someone to give it to not looking for defenders yeah. as soon as I'm open it's like who wants it <laughs> not me but also how many injuries are getting tackled from behind oh you so know like, <laughs> like the wor- so worried the worst one is when you get pulled down from behind and you they pull you down from the top and you just dig a shoulder into the deck and your weight and his weight both go straight into the deck oh the shoulder just sinks in and pops out it's gross i remember watching scraper get that um done to him they took a one-on-one steal at brighton in our own end just one-on-one to dude and ran away got run down and there's a divot like probably 300 mil deep where scraper's shoulder just dug in and then it looked like his arm got ripped off it was fuck that's hideous yeah well Scrape kept going for one on ones on the weekend but getting called up for shoulder charges because <laughs> <laughs> he goes in like this yeah. to tuck the ball and ro- yeah anyway speaking of being tackled from behind what do we think about our boy Patrick Carrigan going to spend a lengthy stint on the sideline what is your take on the, the hip drop tackle and the way it's all of a sudden barnstormed into the game to be one of the largest talking points and sort of 
the most divide, one of the more dividing factors in in wrestling in rugby league. And th- this can also cover mechanics question as well. Talking about this because he asked that as well. Oh, has he? Yeah. yeah well, we'll jump straight in. Mechanic, you're yeah, you're obviously one of the one of the biggest and baddest fans we've got. It's like an unreal. So we'll just jump straight in. He's put up on any given Monday's page. Um, how does the panel feel about the hip tackle? Should it be overlawed? Yes. I think it's yes. ugly. It's yeah. bad for the game. It is ugly. Um, it it's is dangerous. Bad, I don't think Pat Carrigan meant to do it. I don't think that's... His, he didn't have the intention to hurt anybody, mm. but it's a punishable offence. Um, deserves a few weeks. When oh. you're um, having players with broken ankles because of it, it's obviously a problem. The thing is with this... It's all up to interpretation still. It's not black and white. So, I can't remember who it was in the start of the season, but a Parramatta young outside, Parramatta outside back, had uh, his, Hayes, Hayes Dunster, Hayes Dunster had it, his yeah. knee. He had all the ligaments in his knee completely ruptured and a, and a bit of a fracture in there. From a tackle which the defender was coming out, sprinting out from marker to get him, grabbed him by the waist and sort of flung around behind him and cleaned up his legs. And he got suspended sorry, for a hip drop tackle. That's not a hip drop tackle. It's just an unfortunate accident that happens. The Carrigan one where he's got him with two hands and he actually drops his ass on the back of the legs, that is a hip drop tackle. But the grey area in between the two is if someone's coming down the back of the legs and someone's being injured, we're just going, that's a hip drop. We need a clear-cut definition of what a hip drop tackle I, is. I also think there's... It's just, man, as a defender, how the fuck can... It's it's hard thing to, like, to pull out of, to get yourself into. It's, it's one of those things mm. that just kind of happens. And for... Especially where he hit, you saw him hit at the hip. Like, he definitely hit above the hip and then yeah. slides down. And at that point, he's... His head's not really in the tackle anymore, and he's just taking. He's let, using his body weight. Yeah, to yeah. Him weight down. to try and yeah, and that's it. But but also it's it's not like they're picking it up all the time when it's happening during the play. You could probably watch sets and sets back, and you're going, "There's a hip drop. There's a hip drop." Mm. They're only picking it up when people are getting injured and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and then then they're not intending to to hurt people. They're not intending to do it. The situation I spoke about before with Hayes Dunster. Just remembered now, the bloke who did it to him was um, the Dragons forward Toriel Fui Maono. Hayes Dunster's dating Tyrell Fumiano's sister. It's his brother-in-law. It's not like he'd gone out to end his brother-in-law's season. It was an unintentional swing around, accidentally clean his legs up. Yeah. That's that's ruled him out. But he got suspended five weeks or something for a hip drop tackle. That was innocuous and unfortunate, but that's what it was. As we see, cut and dry, the difference between that and the Carrigan one... The Carrigan one, he'll probably get four or five weeks. The tackles are fucking polar opposites. Yeah. So, like, if you're saying that that is five weeks suspendable, then Carrigan's is a 10-week. Because, to me, Carrigan's one was twice as bad than what the Fuimono one was. So, the, the, we need to pick apart the actual definition of a hip drop and it needs to be explained to the the fans yeah. and the players and then that's it, bottom line, that's what it is. And if we get a clear-cut yes or no, then I'm sure people will live with it. But at the moment, in a grey area where we're only pulling up hip-drop tackles, as you said, Freddie, that are, people are getting hurt off, that's when people get frustrated because 
it didn't look like a hip drop tackle, but old mate's got a sore foot now, so we're just going to stop the game and then we'll go, all right, hip drop tackle. And what do they call the other one? Is it like a cannonball? or yeah, cannonball. Cannonball, yes. So third man in. Yeah, third man in at the knees. That's worse. And that, yeah, because that's way more intent in that. You know what yeah. you're doing as a defender. You're trying to, you're trying yeah. to hit their legs well, yeah, and, well, and buckle as, them. As that um, hip drop, you're sort of just more struggling to get him to the ground and you're just trying to work him down in any way, whereas the cannonball... You don't have that strain on you. You're just looking and coming in and making yeah. that contact. And that's a lot more dangerous. That's just ACLs and knees waiting to be fucking yep. blown out. So Yeah, that was I Sammy Thido's bread and butter, that tackle. Yeah, Sammy Thido did come in, but he was <laughs> he used to come in really soft and just grab both yeah. and ring them Bit up. But this is this was before together. that was this cannonball became a big deal. Yeah. And then we saw that stage where people were coming in and just chopping the back of the yeah. knees. But we remember oh. in fucking juniors and shit, our coaches going, and make sure you take out those yeah. fucking knees. Yeah, yeah. You, want, <laughs> but you wanted to yeah. cling their knees together. Yeah. But at training, <laughs> it was like come in and tap because yeah. we didn't want to fuck didn't each other's fuck knees up. up. <laughs> but at, in the game, it's sweet. Take those week. ACLs out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get at half time. It's like, why haven't yeah. I heard any knees clicking together yet? Yeah, you have fucking play calls called ACL slicer. Yeah. Like, do the ACL side. <laughs> yeah, fuck these eight year olds. They only got school tomorrow. Gives a shit. Yeah, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's fucking. And what they need to, I, and I hope they do, is when they bring in these new rules, the refs got to go around or the NRL's got to make sure they're going around every club and saying, this is what we, this is what we're calling a hip drop. Yeah. Yeah. Because then that's what I mean. If it's clean cut, Either way, that everyone knows there's no excuse. Yeah. If it happens, it happens, and we'll we'll punish it as we see fit. If not, just leave it alone. So that that way, there's a there's a clear cut line. We can sit here and we know what it is. The local punter can know what it is. A fan that isn't really that invested in the game can know. Someone quick explanation: hip drop tackles when you have two hands on and drop your ass. Yeah. Something like that. You because know? it's like if just say if he's running front onto me. And and like I, I I can grab around the hips and I just roll backwards and that's just a generic tackle as yeah. a small smaller guy yeah, yeah. you know and that's that's sweet it's got to be they got to state it that it's it's when they you know from behind from behind yeah. going from backwards side. yeah yeah because yeah the even some of the ones that you see where it's just someone going in for low contact mm-hmm. and as the the force of the attacker running swings the defender around onto him yeah. There's no it's intention to go anywhere near the back of his legs. It's just the fact that the momentum of the attacker has swung the defender. Especially when like your your two defenders at the top are pushing him back. Yeah, They're yeah. trying to drive him. It's just it's just shitty timing and yeah. the body just falls the wrong yeah. way. And it just looks really ugly. And, exactly. In like it's bit. it's just super unfortunate. Like yeah, Paddy Kagren, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't done on purpose, but yeah. yeah Going on from spell. that, what do you think Carrigan gets as a as a a player in the NRL so far in his career that hasn't had too much um, too much judiciary report sort of sort of scandals hasn't been maligned for being a dirty player do you reckon we see that he made a they'll make a point of him and, and put him on he, a on does a he have any band? like carryover points or whatever for I, that I don't know I don't I don't think so but if you just look we're looking at that incident what do you think we should be we should be charging a bloke like that oh I reckon if if they're trying to make a point of it, six weeks. Yeah, no, I reckon he'll get a couple of weeks. I reckon, I reckon he'll get four. I yeah. reckon he'll get five. Four or five. But, again, I think they'll also take the fact that Hastings broke his ankle into But the account. thing is, if that gets five, then... Um, Cleary? Cleary should get ten. Yeah, well, Cleary's <laughs> tackle is a lot more dangerous than... That, than 
Yeah, and a lot more, a lot more intent in that. Yeah, but the thing is, clear his tackle. The dude got up and kept playing. Yeah, you know, I know. that's the, that's the thing. That's, that's they take the the injury into account ninety nine percent. Even though you're not meant to, subconsciously you're going, this guy's got a broken ankle. Where Dylan Brown got up and kept playing, and you might, everyone might say we don't rule on that, but there's bullshit because there's a subconscious in everyone that says they will rule on it. They shouldn't be taking injuries into account. They should be taking intent into yeah, account. Exactly. And they sort of have it reverse the opposite yeah. way. Yeah, and like the, the commentators were saying on Cleary's where he had the grip and, and then, then he readjusted his grip yeah. in the groin and to get that lever. Yeah. And it's, it's so fucking weird because it's Cleary, you know? Yeah. He, he never does shit like that. But that's the thing is... It, like, he, I he understand Luai, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. brain explosion motherfucker, yeah. doing shit like that, but Cleary, no, nah, he's too smart. <laughs> at the same time... A lot of players that have never done things before come out in their first incidents massive. And Cleary had a prior for dropping Billy Walters on his head earlier in the season. So he's got a prior, excuse me, for this type of tackle. And when he comes out and does it, and you see that you, the clear re-grip, and the first telltale sign of these tackles is the grab through the leg. You know, when they got one leg. Even earlier in the season when Carl Lawton had his um, send-off for a spear tackle on Cam Murray... His was just a low driving tackle, arms around both, and momentum sort of carried the tackle over, and he got five weeks. Whereas Cleary had bang contact, it was almost stopped, and then he re-gripped to then turn and drive. That's a whole lot worse. So if Lawton got five weeks, Cleary's got a prior, and there was a lot more intent by the looks of what was in Cleary's tackle with a re-grip. And what are we at? We're at week 20, eh? Yeah, so, so he'll be back in round one. Finals. Finals. Yeah. See, I, I don't quite understand how Lawton got four weeks and Cleary only got five Cleary had a prior and the intent looked a whole lot worse so if they were being sort of realistic with it he should have got at least six or seven because as we just said that's a lot more a dangerous tackle than than a, a hip drop is or something that can break a leg you put this guy up on his head with intent driving the one leg that's that's life-threatening sort of stuff yeah and um especially the prior definitely doesn't help if he had no priors and he didn't re-grip, then you go, oh, yeah, that's a bad tackle. He didn't mean to do it three weeks. It was just an accident. But this, like, I'm not saying he meant to do it, but the re-grip didn't look good, plus the driving motion, plus the prior. You start adding them all up and you go, geez, maybe he does deserve a lengthier sort of sense, sort of time on the sideline. Yeah. Did you see the um, Batuta advocate post about the Cleary thing today? <laughs> no. <laughs> Look at this on. Unlucky Nathan Cleary cops five weeks suspension for one of those tackles you just can't avoid. <laughs> They've made him look like <laughs> the Undertaker doing a pile driver. Fucking saw that today and giggled. Matuto Advocate don't often miss, eh? Yeah. Oh, they don't yeah. fucking. I was just reading one on Ford Christie about how it says um, local woman um, trying to decide whether this, the guy's sexy or just a criminal because he's got like yeah, the neck tattoo and ankle bracelet and shit. Oh, fuck. Classic. And how did you. Homophobes go on fucking Thursday night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Freddie's referring to the Manly Sea Eagles and Sydney Roosters playing a, an exhibition match on uh, <laughs> yeah. Thursday night. That's what it was. Thursday it was just, it was just to fucking Lotto keep Lane. those ticket sales. Yeah. In saying that, mainly the, the young fellas that came in stood up and did a job. They, they might have found a few out of there. Young Zach Fulton had a blinder. How's him um, telling Jerry Hargraves yeah, it's time for him to retire? retire. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> Genius, Wait, I don't think he's far off, though, you know, <laughs> saying that. Yeah, it probably, yeah. It's one of those things where Jared just had then got on top of him and, and did a bit of Jared's work and they big blow-ups and no one can believe Jared hasn't been suspended. But you want to poke the bear, son? 
Yeah. Welcome to first grade. You play with the big dogs. You At first, talk I thought, the it, thought the elbow was bad, and then I heard what he said. Yeah. And I said, you know what? That's fair game. Well, that's, that's the thing. You know, back in the day, it was shut your mouth or you're going to get snotted. Yeah. And that went out for a long time. You look at people like Luai, he's never been snotted in his life, a little cocky prick. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if there was a chance that this was going to happen to him, he probably wouldn't be yapping as much. But young Fulton comes in, yaps a bit. Gets the big dog's forearm in the throat, and he's just quieted down for the rest of the game. You know, like what was the other forearm on the weekend? There was um, oh the Nelson Asafa Solomona one on Wade Egan. Oh yeah, was that bad? Yeah, it was. I didn't see. see it was. I don't think it was as bad as everyone's making it out to be. I think he maybe could have copped a fine. He didn't cop a fine or a suspension. A fine, maybe one week, maybe. But it's one of these things. Like he's landed on the ground with the elbow. He didn't. Wasn't like Jared who picked the elbow up, put it on the kid's face, and just fucking. Yeah, but it, it kind of looked like he lined it up with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's what everyone said about the Kafusi one. And how do you know he lined it up? Just because it might have looked mm. like that, he might have thought that's where his head wasn't going to land. You know, or that's where it, it's hard to tell because then when you start doing that, you're trying to put things into their head. So if someone was saying, "Oh, he meant to do it," and he goes, "No, it wasn't," well, who's lying? Yeah, if he said he didn't mean to do it, he didn't mean to do it. You know, like. You can't really just tell someone what they were thinking in that moment. So, I, yeah, I th- I didn't think it was that bad. But Johnsy was filthy. Yeah, but he's <laughs> filthy about everything. <laughs> he's always literally you know. everything. <laughs> oh um, and we God. were and also in that was it the Cowboys game? We had that hair pull try saver. Yeah, yeah. you see Gordon Tallis blow up. Nah, Gordon Tallis blow up. Said that's not a penalty. Cut your hair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I like, kind of I agree because like, if it's not that, then he's the jersey. Yeah, yes, well, that's exactly. That's yeah. what Gordon Tell said. He said if his hair wasn't there, he would have grabbed his jersey. It's never been a penalty. You never had a penalty for a hair pull in the NRL before. If you don't want to get your hair pulled, tie it up, braid it, fucking cut it, do whatever you want to do. But how are we going to penalise blokes for pulling hair? He's his job. He's literally his full time job. He works every day to make sure the the Dragons win games. Jaden Sewer, mm. and he's not going out with intent to pull anyone's hair or fucking. Make a little girl squeal. He wants to go out and fucking pull you down to the ground any way, any way he can. And if he's turned to grab, and the only, the first thing there to grab is your big mop of hair, that's the first thing he's going to grab. Like I love how after it, he's like, he kept like touching his head, like making sure that his hair's okay. Just fucking, oh, you got the penalty, yeah. bro. You yeah, know? I was like, bro, you have that much hair anyway. You can afford to give some away. And if you're going to give it, give it to Treno or Jolie, because them motherfuckers need it. Where was Talis blowing up at on? Was on um, Triple M. Oh, okay. Triple M broadcast, yeah. And um, James Graham hit him with the classic, you ever had your hair pulled, Gordon? And I think he's having a bald gag at him. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Gordy. Um, how do you like um, Oliver Gildart heading to the Roosters and then Nofaluma joins the Storm, that, that little um, thing we got on the TV there? There's been big debate about loan systems and shit in the past. Do we think... This is good for the NRL, especially this late in the season. Or, or what? What do you? What are your thoughts? I think it's a bit of a sort of a grey area. Um, like, can understand why they're doing it. It helps the Tigers. I assume they get some sort of salary cap relief. It yeah. helps the Storm, who are still in contention for a title. But at the same time, you get injuries in rugby league, and if you can't mm. sort of replace your injured players and your squad depth just isn't good enough, and you haven't sort of planned around and obviously. A team getting, what have they got, like seven injuries or something? I think they've got, this season they've had 14 injuries that are over four or five weeks or something. They're leading the NRL, so it's decimate a top 30, yeah. yeah. But But at um, the same time, 
And it's not like, like so you got Storm, Roosters, you know, like Storm. Who is Storm got? So Storm got Sunny Coast, right? Yeah. And, and then East. who? And East. Yeah. Yeah. East, yeah. And then Roosters would have like fucking. Well, uh, North Sydney Bears. Yeah. But the thing is, I was I was under the impression that the Melbourne Storm played with 29 players in their 30 for the whole start of this year. So they've been playing technically at a salary cap disadvantage to the rest of the comp for the first 20 rounds. So now getting Nofaluma in, people can say, oh, well, they've just gone and cherry-picked players from the bottom teams. But in saying that, for the first 20 rounds, they've been playing, excuse me, 250K below the salary cap when everyone else has been playing it. So they've disadvantaged themselves for 20 weeks for this opportunity to come up. Did they have 29 for the first? Well, I'm under the impression they did. Something I read today said they did. Yeah, right. So they've sort of looked at it and said, this is somewhere where we might be able to get an advantage towards the end of the year, as Melbourne Storm do. They're one of the the clueiest clubs up top. Their front office is genius. They said, if we can push this, this season in with 29 and then keep that space free and look to pick up a player, same as Panthers did last year with Tavita Pangai Jr., um, I'm pretty sure there's some rule around it too, because uh, I think a club did it a couple of years ago. If you only use like 29 of your starting 30, the salary cap that isn't being used on that like 30th player can be um, like transferred to the next year. Uh-huh. So they can actually use like that extra 5% or whatever the cap the following year to make up that 30th player. So maybe they did that to... Yeah, throw mate. a bit of extra money at Munster so, or something. Yeah, like well, that. even if they that that way, even if they didn't go out for a trade, they'd get more salary cap next year. So either way, it's a yep. win-win. So, so it's pretty smart. Sounds like something Melbourne would do. So makes a bit of sense. But at the same time, I think there just needs to be a bit more of a window. Like a, I know today was the deadline, August first, but I think it needs to be set out more in a window where we can go right. This is the trade period. And then, like a day like today, should be deadline day, and everyone goes, "Oh, deadline day! This is it! Fucking trades are going in, swaps are going in, player movement." I wouldn't mind seeing it, it a bit uh, earlier. Yeah, yeah, put it. 20. Yeah, June thirty, the whole month of June. Yeah, trade month. If you're gonna do you make your moves, you make them now, and you can only swap players. It'd be sick for fantasy clubs. and shit too. Oh, and it'd be sick for, um, for just media in general. Like the fans, we get to actually sit down and have a trade month. You look at it, it works so well in other in other um in other sports. Soccer has a dedicated fucking trade window. The NBA dedicated trade window. NFL trade players left, right, and center. Like it can work. Even the AFL do it. It can work, and it can work really well as long as the NRL fucking structure it right. And that way, they can build revenue off that that trade window as well. They can get sponsors for it. Trade deadline day would be a massive day in the NRL, and and it'll be good for the for the consumer. How best off do you reckon everyone would be? <laughs> it's grand final day. It's Storm versus fucking Broncos or whatever. Nofaluma, they're struggling to come out of their own end. Just runs straight over Adam Reynolds, runs 90 scores, wins <laughs> yeah. the game for the Storm in the grand final. Like, how filthy is everyone going to be? I yeah. was filthy when Pangai Jr. I was like, fuck you, bro, when yeah. he was fainting the grand final. No, no, yeah, Jump yeah. shit, you dog. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, nah, I, I think it's good if it's used the right way. Like, we look at the situation where the Storm lent 2019 lent Harry Grant to the Tigers in in exchange for Paul Momorowski. In that season, the Storm won a premiership. Oh, 2020, sorry. Storm won the premiership. Momorowski played in the centres and Harry Grant got a full year of first grade where he wouldn't have played NRL at the Storm because Cameron Smith was still running around. That made King, um, Grant 
have yeah. all that experience, probably made him twice the player, going out and being the yeah. man at the Tigers because they were shocking. Those sort of deals I love, like where it's a full, like a one-season trade. Yeah, where swap, even, Stevens, even, even. I, I, I'm not a massive fan of the coming for the last few weeks. Like, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, playing devil's advocate, man, on that, though, I was always saying when that happened too with Grant, um, imagine if he went to Tigers and just bombed all year, right? Mm. So he goes there, bombs, and then uh, Storm's like, ugh. Jesus, I don't like, want you back. yeah, but yeah. then that, then again, that's a that's something else the storm would have to contend with. So this thing, maybe they maybe that did happen, and then the storm go, well, I've now had the opportunity to look at him in first grade, and we're not happy with him. We can move on earlier instead of making that mistake in our system. So instead of putting Grant into Melbourne and finding out he bombs in first grade, we give him to the Tigers. If he bombs, he bombs, and we got Momorowski. You know what I mean? It worked out good for the Tigers that he didn't, and he was their best player. And that way, the Storm got back a gun player as well. But at the same time, if he did bomb, the Storm can go, well, this is a win-win for us. We've got a decent centre to help yeah. us win a premiership. And we just got to look at our future hooker in first grade. And he's not up to it. We can make other plans. So it still works both ways, you know what I mean? Even though it wouldn't have been ideal for the Storm to find out that your next up-and-comer's shocking. But it would have been better <laughs> finding out yeah. him running around for someone else instead of him running out for you. And then, yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, but if it, like another thing is also he's running around with like lesser players compared to that Melbourne team. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You, that's the thing, and the, they probably put that into account. If he did, he, it's it's all fucking. And then be smart enough to watch that. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. pretty good. Or, and yeah. these yeah, these people know what they're looking at. Yeah. I don't think if he if he was even middle of the pack at the Tigers, I'm sure there's a lot of upside there. Yeah, because the Tigers suck. And um, <laughs> they, they used to suck. Let's not let's nah, not talk they, about it. Suck. 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 They've won the two the last two weeks, man. <laughs> Still can't believe they beat the Cowboys. <laughs> Don't bring it up. Callum will fucking be knocking on the door in thirty <laughs> seconds. I did hear. I actually listened to that podcast yesterday and today, and you give him a fucking serve. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, fucking, you suck. The Tigers basically beat yeah. you. And then I sat there and looked at the score. And I, was and was like, I was listening to it today, and I was um, I was just sitting there going, "Fuck." This is all hindsight. <laughs> Great. When the Broncos got beaten on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Did you um so did you watch that game? No, Dan. No, I was keeping an eye on the scores because we were we had um big group bet on and we needed the Bronx thirteen plus for nine hundred bucks and it um oh. obviously that didn't fucking work out. Right, so it's shout out to Bennett for that one. I watched the game, I watched the game here because I put it on VIP box because I don't know if I can KO at the moment. Um and uh the the one thing about it though, Tigers didn't play that bad. Nah, they, they, dude, they played from, well <laughs> from all reports, and they did the same last week. That's yeah, how they almost yeah. got the cows. But from all reports, they were very strong. Like Broncos sort of did a few things that I was like, oh, they could have been a bit better here and there. But the Tigers were solid, man. They played good footy. Adam Dewey, fuck, I'd love to see what the Tigers could have done with him all year. Yeah, yeah. poor buggers. Like he had a cracker of a game. But that's the he night. The gun. night it was with Dewey scoring at the end. There, I was like, fuck me, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, that was a soft. The one off the base of the scrum. Yeah. Oh man. I watched that and I was like, fuck. The, that's um, second rower on that left side. needs second rower and the locker both got to just... As soon as that ball's called break, you're on your bike and you're covering that inside shoulder of that A defender. Because the A's got to get out of the line and worry about his man. And if they're coming around from behind the scrum, you need blokes pushing around and just filling space. Even if you don't make the tackle, your face there will push him overs or push the pass. 
Do you almost start fill like, the space? Eh? If the Tigers start with two players behind the scrum like they did, do you almost start with two defenders behind the scrum and just say react to whichever way the players? I go? think you just be offside. Yeah. Also that yeah that that lock like when you lock in, it's usually like if if it's not your fullback, yeah. you know, if yeah, it's someone, they the, got to be watching it'll that be the blind side and just go, yeah, yeah, I'll just break, I'll just throw a ball, ball penalty break early on that. Well, that's yeah. what yeah. I, that's what I was saying. Why didn't we just? Um, give away a penalty. Well, if you give away a penalty there, they kick the goal. They're ahead by eight. We can't. Yeah, but it's it. not a penalty. It's a it's a set restart. It'd be six again. Oh, so yeah, if you shoot yeah, if yeah, you yeah. shoot out the line, you break quick from the scrum. Line goes out quick. You make the tackle six again. It's oh, no, no real disadvantage at all. Even if it's not, it's a differential anyway. So they can't yeah, take yeah. the two. Yeah, it's, it's no real advantage at all for the Tigers. It's just we just play again, but from a bit more of a set start. That's why the best teams are they're rarely onside from scrums. Mm. Because why risk giving away a chance at a scrum play against four defenders where we can just get out of line and and go early and then by the end of that play, they've got a penalty, yeah, but it's it's worth nothing because it's six again on zero tackle. In saying that, though, if teams start doing that, we'll be sitting here this time next year going, can fucking people stop being offside on purpose? Well, it happens a lot. lot, Now I've said it, you'll see it everywhere. That's all I see now. Every scrum... You see the referee saying, stay there, and they're just already oh, yeah, off the line. I don't but give a fuck. some of the, how much they're offside, that's professional foul for me. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. just oh, like yeah, holding yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And there's intentionally breaking the rules to gain advantage. That's yeah. a professional foul. But would you reckon the referee's going to call professional foul on a bloke who's a metre and a half offside from a mm. scrum? It's not going to happen, especially when the whole line's a metre and a half. What's he going to do? Send four of them yeah. off. Yeah. But if he does does it a couple of times, then he'll fucking keep them on side. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, he sends sure. four of them yeah. off a couple of times, <laughs> that'll fucking really make the game interesting. But yeah, I came away from Bronx. Obviously, you know, at the start of the year, if that game, if we dropped that game at the start of the year, I'd be fucking fuming and going, ah, oh, we're the same shit as yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, but this, but watching that and I was like, after, after the fact, I was pretty pissed off, but then I was like, oh, the Tigers didn't play that bad. Bronx put together some decent sets still. Um, the 32 points isn't a good, <laughs> isn't good, but especially yeah. not against fucking Tigers. Oh, <laughs> they scored some good tries, yeah, though, mate. Man. And like I they, like, um, I didn't time. mind. Uh, is it Hastings at lock? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't mind that. I thought that looked good on him, too. Yeah, well, there's and young, there's uh, no more of that. No, who's that fill in half for um, Jock Madden? Jock Madden. Yeah, apparently the Knights are really, really keen on Jock Madden. They'll be going hard for him this offseason, I imagine. Fill that spot there left by the MILF. Where's the MILF go? Dolphins. Ready. Oh, that's right, yeah. You're ready, boy, bro. Yeah. Back up with our Uncle Wayne. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Wayne will have him chiming again. We'll, we'll be seeing fucking 2015 Milford form. Yeah. Milford for Dally M. <laughs> Sneaky shout. Because who's getting this year? Benny Hunt. Yeah, I, I reckon so. he will, eh? He had a cracker had at the side that got pumped. Yeah. <laughs> he had a cracker I again. Don't, I can't see anyone else winning it but him. Because you think about it, it's a point system within a game. The Dragons have won just as many games as they've lost. So in all of those games, he's got three points. And when you're the best player in your team every week because your team is so shit, he's quite easily to get. Quite yeah. easily the best player of the Dragons every week. So every single week they win, he's pretty much guaranteed three. And even weeks they lose, he's getting one or two. Because he's definitely top three players in the field every week this season. He's just... This year has been his best year, I reckon. Even though 2015, he did what he did for the Bronx. He's playing better footy now than he ever was, I think. Even because the Bronx obviously had a fucking a squad behind him to, to help push him to those heights that he, that he found... But man, fuck, he's been good. Oh yeah, and also for Origin, he was fucking one of our best too. He's the best player in Origin. Yeah, <laughs> like him and Carrigan and Ponga, those three. But 
Ben Hunt, fuck, some of the shit he did in the middle, big minutes, out of position. And Cleary can't win it now, can he? Because he's been suspended twice. So that takes one of his competitors out. Yeah, and out. if you get a suspension over four weeks, I think you're ineligible as well. There so. you go. So Cleary's out of contention. So yeah. You'd have to I think, think Isaiah Yo was polling more votes at Penrith, but I think he'd be Isaiah yeah, Yo true. would be the one to worry about. But that's what shits me, man, is Benny Hunt. Fuck, he should have been a Broncos just life for life. Yeah. Yeah. It, Keep Milford on a million dollars. Our shit fans stuff. are the ones that forced him out. Oh, man. I'm still yeah. filthy at them all. Yeah, it's all, it's fucking keyboard warrior cunts. Oh, yeah. Fucking couch quarterbacks. All those Christian freed cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Blokes like you, bro, sit in your dungeon <laughs> on your laptop <laughs> no, with your big I was, TV I was thinking shit. today, why does every other fucking, like, um... Uh, content creator for NRL or shit like that. They're all fat guys with beards. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why right. I need a cut my beard. <laughs> 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 no, but you're right. They're all fat, gross dudes with beards. Most of them have no clue what they're talking about. Absolutely no clue. I heard one dude today, I won't mention the podcast or the dude, but he was actually on Choke in a Car and his name was Puru. And he said... He was choking a car. No, you don't care because you're, you're a idiot. fucking idiot. <laughs> Charlie got it. Yeah, I got it. But he said, out of all the teams in the comp right now, he'd rather play... in All the teams in the top eight right now, Melbourne's the one you'd want in the finals. You'd rather come... You'd rather get to the finals and look across and see Grant, Munster, Hughes. And look up to the box and see Craig Bellamy going, <laughs> yeah, this bloke won't have a plan in place. Yeah. He hasn't got the boys up for this. And he goes, oh, I'd rather... I'd rather I'd rather play them than anyone else. I was like, you, Cameron Munster, took a, the worst Queensland team in 40 years to a win against one of the best New South Wales teams we've seen, and you'd want to play him in the finals? And then you add Hughes and Grant? I don't care who else they got. I'm not versing them. I said, you, I was sitting there in my car, and I was like, you're a fucking Oh, you were, ri- you were rhyming before. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, oh, I'm going home. See you, boys. Man. <laughs> that, that'll do oh, me. <laughs> fuck, you must have had a big weekend too. I did it, man. Jesus. I did. I had fucking... Well, that's probably why. Your body's, in, with, your body's in withdrawal from like, being sober for so long. Yeah, yeah. Why am I sober? What's doing? Man, yeah. That cunt says some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Three quarters of you said, I'm like, shut up, you idiot. I don't know why I listen to this shit. <laughs> anyway, you're right about the content creators being fat and bearded. <laughs> Fuck them. Beards, man. Beards are in. No, They've been in for like it. the last 10 years. Why don't you grow one then, bro? Mm. It's because yours is grey. Not for me, bro. Uh, yeah, probably my grey, but also my face rashes off underneath it. Oh, and really? it does, it's all patchy. Like you ever tried dirt. to wash your beard or? Huh? Did you ever tried to wash it? No, or it just, just it gets switchy. You see all this shit that goes all under my fucking beard. Yeah. But yeah. But also, I'm not a fucking f- fat loser, bro. <laughs> Just a loser. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um. Yeah. So what else with the Sharkies getting through Rabbitohs? Oh, the Mortano pulling finish, off eh? a fucking try. Of the Did year. you see that Mortalo try? Yeah. Whoo! Didn't he fucking get up? I watched it on replay. You know how the NRL posts like just a video, just a video of the try. I watched that video about ten times ago. Holy shit! And then you see the photo, there's a still shot when he's up at the top and you're like, his knees are at the height of the opponent's head. He's five and a half feet above the ground with just, oh man, it was incredible. Speaking of heads, did you see one of the, which Burgess was it, nearly take old mate's head off? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? And then he stood up with a fist cocked. 
Tom Burgess. Whose head did he take off? Um, Molotalos. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was Molotalos. Yeah, yeah. And then he stood up with his fist just cocked like, oh, fucking, I know something's I still don't think was going to throw the ball. I still don't him, think. Because he got up and he went to look over. And you know, he got sent off for that? Yeah. Send off. I reckon it was worthy. Send off? Yeah, I reckon. Is I, a thought front pretty, rower I thought it was pretty intentional. That, that, it looked so. And 80, his fist was like this. All right, it's the 87th minute. A winger's going around a front rower and the front rower hangs an arm out. I know it was swinging and I know it come around, but that's 10 minutes. But do you reckon the ref's just big dick in it as well? Because he knows it's the very end of the game. He's like, fuck it. You're off. Yeah. If it's like yeah. half time, he's probably time, 10. Do 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 10 minutes for sure. A send off. I, I can maybe see a send off. Well, send off's automatic suspension, isn't I, it? I always said those, those refs re- referred to the judiciary. Those so. refs are sneaky on how they try to get roots, man. Yeah. Because that, that would have been a talking point at the bar for that refs. Just see, yeah. he, he goes like, like, out later that night. He's <laughs> like, you, you see, see me send, send the that, big dog, send bro? Yes, yeah, send these cunts off. I, 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 I ain't sending no wingers, bro. I'm on the front row train. And big boys be sitting, bro. Because you see me sit Tom Burgess, like as if he punched him out. That's it, man. I've heard refs go. Uh, talk about their in they're like they're doing their preseason and their off season and stuff like that. You know, like like real athletes. Yeah, I've seen I have seen worse send offs. Flashing back to Callum Stewart two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to, I just wanted to bring that up again. And what was it like coming from someone that was on the field with him? Yeah, Charlie? I was fucking pathetic. Do you what, say Ch- Callum, what? shut the fuck up, you whinging little? Like cunt. was Ch- was Callum's pathetic or was the ref? No, the ref. Oh, man, okay. I actually felt sorry for Cal. Like I've never seen a bloke. Just get upset at himself, and Cal gets or just really worked up with himself. <laughs> but was it like clear cut that Cal was like, "Fuck you"? Well, like, what did he say, cunt or something? No, nah, no. Nah. Well, someone was offside, and Cal was like, to himself, was like, <laughs> "Fuck!" And the ref calls him over and goes, "Mate, you got to go." Once he said, "You got to go," Cal was just like, "Are you fucking serious, mate? Have you never heard the word fuck before?" <laughs> <laughs> There's a different story to what Cal told. Cal said he just walked away and yeah. was fucking swearing Cal's under his like breath, Cal- and he called yeah, me. Cal's like, so I said sorry, sir, and then just uh, <laughs> once he got sent, he's walking off. You're fucking kidding! What a fucking joke! <laughs> and then Cal loves it. Eh? He's a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cal grow a beard and start making some content. Yeah, man. you porky <laughs> prick. Oh man, the fact that he was wearing number. Nine to start with is embarrassing. <laughs> Bloody hell. He's a front row these days, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking stretching that thing out for the finals for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> no way. By the finals, he'll be back on the ice and he'll be on the wing with his brother. <laughs> Bro, his, his weight fluctuates. You mean, sometimes he gets down ripped. It's off his it? head. Yeah. Remember last year, at one point, he was the fittest bloke in the side. He was yeah. just killing it. And he was like... 79 kilos ringing wet and then he just trucked it back to 100 like that eating rooster rolls and fucking coca-cola and can and can bowl a leggy too yeah last year charlie we we, we spent more time playing cricket than we actually yeah. <laughs> we used to go to the nets all the time <laughs> mate, and nets, then fucking get down the training, training early. early for a game of cricket yeah. <laughs> callum bowls leggies and lands them off the pitch and hopes it hits a fucking rock <laughs> just to come back on no 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 he rips it he rips it oh, really? <laughs> and, then, and then you got Keenan down at like local nets um, firing, <laughs> firing him back was it? Yeah. yeah. Keenan's down at local nets instead of just playing them to the ground he's just spanking them back down the net. There's Hit- other kids like with their dads in the nets. Yeah. So hits, like- hits this local dad on the leg and with a cricket goes, ball. Oh, fuck. <laughs> local dad's ball. And Keenan's like Keenan shouldn't he be walking him. behind the nets yeah, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, like <laughs> bowl the shit get the shit mate. You bowl oh, the shit you fuck. get the shit. Oh. You go Keenan. You fuck dispatch it. everything fuck, you can. Fuck you Keenan. Yeah we should do another <laughs> nets day. Yeah. 
Fucking oath. Yeah. You're used to being in a cage, eh? <laughs> Fucking animal. <laughs> that was good. You laughed, no. he laughed. Uh, in pity. Have <laughs> no, you got your shirt tucked listeners. into your fucking shorts? Shut Not up, what? you puppet. I'll put you in the back of a net and I'll bowl some heat. Oh, You'll be facing that. heat, cuz. <laughs> Go play open twos, can't. We played threes on the weekend. You want to get yeah, some we're questions? We're, or? we're on loan, man. We're yeah, on we're loan. On loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not getting anything back for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, questions, if we got any more. Mechanics asked four more, probably. Yeah, go the mechanic. If it was with mechanic, we would have questions each week. So cheers, bro. Yeah, mechanic's killing it. He loves it. So weird you're not spraying him, Fruity. No, oh, that was just one week. <laughs> down the bottom. Go down the bottom. Yeah, them. Oh, rhubarb's in there somewhere. Callum, must have been outstanding last week. Probably messaged Charlie Mosdale as soon as I left. They did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 100%. How's Freddy just lying back to him in the comments? <laughs> 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 you fucking liar. Uh, <laughs> oh, what do we got in the bottom? DJ. Yeah, that's your boy. With players um, deliberately breaking early from scrums. Oh, we're just talking about this all oh. being offside. Should the players be bent? <laughs> yeah. Holy hell. Yeah. Good good question, DJ. Good minds think alike, eh? But yeah, we reckon it's definitely professional foul they're fucking doing it. Well, ridiculous. we're thinking that if they're intentionally doing it repetitively and it's just plain obvious, once a warning's given, then it's probably time to sin bin. But if they're... The hard thing is, as I said, if the whole line's offside and... It can be different blokes every time, different blokes at A defender, different blokes breaking from scrums. Makes it hard to give a warning and then send a bloke off straight away. Whereas offside has never really been a sin binable offence. Whereas being four or five metres intentionally offside, yes. But these guys are smart with it and they're quick. It's not like they don't need to be four metres offside. If they're a metre, metre and a half, and they've got a foot back, technically they're only um, four, like half a metre offside if someone's going f- to the bin for that there'd be blow ups left right and centre so it's one of those ones where the games push this on themselves and I don't want to make another rule change just to have fixed the rules we've already got you know because then we just add rule on rule on rule on rule and we end up fucking just like eating ourselves away with all these fucking rule changes so mm. I don't know I don't know what the answer is there I think that's just one you got to let it play out and mm. react to it from there because the players aren't going to... Yeah. You're not going to just trust the players to be honest about it and do the right thing. They, they're going to bend the rule every way they can because I would, so... But yeah, obviously... But they will until you start sending cunts off. Yeah, yeah. but if yeah. it gets too bad, I think you're not going to have a choice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things you just going to play by year and, and see how it goes. Yep. Good question. And then you got Callum saying he's still filthy... That he's not on tonight. No, he's still filthy. So he can add, so he can add his four words. Yeah, he's still hour. filthy. He got sent off, and he's not on tonight. So he's had a poor couple of weeks, old Callum. He's probably filthy. He's, um, I'm not gonna say it. Sorry, Cal. I was, gonna, gonna, I was, no, I was gonna give him a spray, but I felt bad. I'll hold on to it. I'll tell him in person. Well, he was quick to message me about this so-called photo a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he messaged oh, me. Quick oh, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking, he was on to me real quick. So, <laughs> you boys yeah. are going to have to you're gonna have We're to pacing him all over the streets on yeah. glory holes everywhere. <laughs> 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 I was thinking about that last week as well. I was like, fuck, i got to stop talking about glory holes and fucking... Why? 
<laughs> it's going to run out of run out of steam soon. Yeah. I just keep running into the you ground. You stop talking about him when I actually see a hole saw at Mitchie, then I'll be worried. You know, <laughs> if you get a ten mil spade bit and you're pushing <laughs> your hole through the wall, I'll be worried. Taking a shit at Mitchie, that's just a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Size your pinky, just poke through. <laughs> just uh, touch it. Put your pinky yeah. through. <laughs> I promise, there's a chick on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> Please put it in now. Um, Jodes, are the rumors true about? Fats coaching opens next year. I've never not heard this one. I heard this one on Thursday night. Oh, yeah. After training. Yeah, yeah I when, bet you um, it was from Callum. Callum asks yeah. Fats to his face, are you coaching next year? And Fats said that's the first I've heard of it. Yeah, well, Callum's a far quit. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be, we were trying to tee it up. I actually... Yeah, he said he heard it from you, actually. Well, the the kid and I started these rumours. Yeah. Now <laughs> 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 that I think about it, he said he heard it from you. Leak, you leak a rumour and sometimes they come true. <laughs> but a kid and I were in, in deep discussion thinking that maybe it would be a good idea for, for Fats to take back over Mitchie and get himself out of that West environment. But also... He loves it at West, and you know I can blame him for being there, but I'd just like to see him coach Mitchie. Does he love it so there? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I just wanted to, I just thought it'd be good to see him back there and it might it might entice a few people to go back to the club and, and build Mitchie up again. So that rumour potentially could be true. I have um I have conversed with Fats but there's been nothing set in cement. So Fats is um Fats Oh what, you'll dog another club and then leave them and come back to <laughs> Yeah, I think he was going to Morton Bay or something yeah, next yeah. year. Just a club Whoever wins yeah. the comp this year, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, going, you know, I'm chasing a chip. <laughs> I haven't won one in a long time. Oh fuck. You are Joel be driving a fucking Gatton every week to try and play for the fucking Hawks out there or some shit. <laughs> anyway. Speak. But then if Fats plays, then you got Rooster coming back for preseason. Oh, <laughs> Rhubarb's already in preseason. He's a part of the Australian drinking team. He drank for Australia, that cunt. He's a captain. <laughs> old Chris Rooster-Stewart. You guys obviously been watching the Commonwealth Games, yeah? I've just seen our awesome foursome absolutely dominate the pool. Australia's swim team is fucking the, the women? Unparalleled in the Commonwealth Games. Obviously, got some stiff competition when we get to the Olympics with America in there, but but still, it's a world record. You know that two hundred. Oh, by a mile, yeah. it was a world record. So, um, yeah, the, our girls in the pool, especially even the bo- the boys, are still dominating as well. But they, they, those girls are fucking just killing it. And we've had medals won across these first day and a half or two days so far already. So smash in the medal tally. It. Yeah, just killing it. And who doesn't love a fucking good athletics meet? I love watching athletics, eh? And swimming and It's crazy that the third world countries aren't good in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Um, Yeah, and then, yeah, sevens, we've won both, yeah? (laughs) Oh, you're a fucking idiot, eh? Wait, has the sevens already been played? Yeah, so the girls, Mm. the girls won today. Oh, cool. I I actually haven't watched much of it, eh? I can't believe, is it Charlotte? Like She's still doing the thing. Yeah, well, she played. She was part of the Roosters team last yeah. season. I the, I kind of thought NRLW. that NRL was like their step out because sevens is, it's it's got to be a fair bit more where you're concentrating a bit more on cardio. Yeah, like it, a lot you more know, it's so it's like that step out. It's like Varney um, at the. Titans, yeah, she's yeah. she like retired from. She's like I'm retired from sevens. I'm just yeah, doing footy now. Yeah. yeah, rugby league. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought Charlotte Catholic was pretty much cemented in NRLW for for the foreseeable future. But 
um, the opportunity to play in Commonwealth Games and represent the country on shit like you get every pretty much time she runs out, she's playing for Australia. And she played for the, the she was at the Olympics, wasn't she? Like yeah, seven yeah. months ago, eight yeah. months ago. So. so she's got the opportunity to play yeah. Olympics, Commonwealth Games, travel the world, and sevens competitions. I mean, like I'd probably rather start moving into the NRLW area now that they're pumping money into it, more yeah. teams coming in. So all the girls got pr- promoted this weekend, didn't yeah. they, out on the field, like yeah. Mackenzie I saw as well out there. Say, shout out to Mackenzie yeah. and Hannah Larson. Hannah Larson for the Bronx. Larson, yeah. the Broncos. So. It'll be genuine, genuine competition there, whereas in the sevens, a lot of it is, a lot of teams in sevens, they travel the world playing local sevens comps to win cash to just keep bouncing around. So, And then obviously she'd be playing in top flight competitions and then in Olympics and stuff, but... You'd think it'd be more appetising to go and get yourself a contract in NRLW club and be a part of a squad and, and build as a team and play and p- potentially win a competition with a with a group you've been with for for six twelve months. You know, yeah, I was talking to um, go into competition Wheels. with a bunch of lesbians. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotcha. um, yeah, I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I was talking to Mackenzie's parents the other day. Um, sounds like it's a fucking pretty cool setup that they get. They get looked after pretty well. So oh, that's yeah. cool. Fuck, I'd be I'd be pretty keen on it if I was a if I was a chick. So yeah, if, if I was one of the sevens players, uh, I'd be looking at the NRLW. Oh, it's sweet thing, and it's a short. It's they got to find something like so. It's short season. And it's it like with the rugby girls, right? So you know, like the like the girls that play Reds and stuff, they can jump over to Japan and play like a season there and and get some some coin for that. That's it's bad. like with with league, it's kind of um, like corners you into that one one little comp. Yeah, but it'd yep. be good if they could get something on the like on the off of this, and that's why maybe sevens and that is still a bit more inviting because it's like year round like they've got all these they don't have to go back and play in that like Q Cup comp that they have and get paid nothing yeah they have the opportunity to travel around and yeah, but but what it's uh, the way that it's building you still definitely got to be a part of it especially these you you even look like Mackenzie and Hannah man they're so young getting into this it used to be like like late 20s you know that a lot of the girls averaged at now it's it's getting younger and younger it's because these Mm. these younger girls have actually got you know six seven years of footy under their belt we're we're getting rugby league players not athletes that's that's the major the major change and it is the development through the junior systems now there's actually development because it wasn't too long ago girls could play to 11s and then they'd have years off and they'd come back after doing following other sporting endeavors and then try and make themselves into rugby league players these girls are coming through as rugby league players and playing rugby league the whole time so you're seeing the benefits of that and the quality of the games excuse me are going up and up and up and the quality of the systems are going up and that's why there's money, more money being poured into it and the expansion of the teams as well because there's a, a wider base to pick from and at the moment, the girls that are coming through now are seeing, like girls like uh, Heather Ballinger and Ali Brigginshaw, they've seen them do it and they've come through idolising them. Whereas those other girls, they didn't really have anyone to sort of strive to be or push to. And it's even in the period where they couldn't really play football, they didn't really have a choice. They didn't really have anyone to support. Yeah. How much does it suck for Wesso, man? What do they, they, push, they pushed out five. Is it five WNRL players this time? You know, yeah, like, it's mm. got to be close to it. Got to be close. Yeah, what well, they got to drop from the comp, didn't they? All yeah, the girls got to go to North because yeah, they got to have yeah. a Q Cup, don't they? Yeah, or? you have to have a Q Cup. So all the go- all that BH, fix. BH, Let's give West a Q Cup. Yeah, well, we have, we've got to win a premiership in another grade. Yeah, first. <laughs> 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 fucking hell, we've been in for what seven years <laughs> and haven't won a comp in any grade. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. 
Well, that leads us into our next question. Um, official Josh Pute has led us one on Instagram. Um, he wants to know BRL predictions so far for all three grades. So this question's kind of hard to answer. I don't, I'm not sure how well these boys follow the 20s and reserve grade comps, but as most of you will all know that Wes are undefeated in the A-grade comp, so yeah. I think money's on Wes, and we're pushing towards a, a Wes grand final win for the first time. I don't want to jinx it for the boys, but um, it looks as if we've got the squad, we've got the coaching, we've got the nows to, to go all the way. In saying that, I've been saying that for four seasons. And so, a shout out to uh, the local the local juniors in that A grade team like Kyle Foxwell and stuff repping yeah. the red and black still. Uh, mm. I hope they can get it for those boys. It'd be yeah, awesome to see yeah. some some local juniors come through and and Kyle's been killing it all year. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, 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 yeah he's every time I see him on the fucking score sheet. Yeah, so yeah. I just don't know. I don't. I'm not exactly sure how strong the rest of the competition is. I've watched a heap of games, but again, Wes are far superior in that comp from what I've seen, but. It's been the same for three seasons. As we all know, once you get to finals, rugby league's a completely though. different game. So it could be a successful year for our A-grade side or it also could be another another disappointment come finals. Yeah, just don't choke in the big dance, man. Yeah. Like, Trigger's yeah. not head coach this year, so they might. <laughs> Poor Bugger's got the worst record, yeah. eh? Was it like Owen? <laughs> Owen seven? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Triggs. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they get it for him too. Hopefully they can get it for Triggs. Cause Absolutely. He if anyone deserves it, it's big Triggs. So. Um, moving on to the next um, grade, we got reserve grade. Who West have just slowly, slowly but surely built their way up towards the top. Had a bit of a rough start to the season. Got a got a bit punished by Valleys in round one, but yeah, slowly making their way back up. So I think in that comp, Brighton is far and away superior at the moment. They just seem to be holding on, but it's a bit more competition than A grade. So I think anyone's comp, Brighton, Valleys, West, one of those sides will probably probably take it out but there's always Wyndham there that's always there about so the only problem is with these sort of lower comps is the drop off from first second third fourth to the bottom teams is drastic like yeah you play reserve grade you're looking at either a tight game one week to then push into a 60 nil the next week oh really to back to back bad? to a tight game well valleys beat south 100 nil oh, in man. reserve grade reserve grade yeah Wouldn't and then the next like and then the next week valley yeah, yeah, Balimbra are the same. Balimbra will come out and they'll have a game one week with a comp- competitive team and they'll go and, and lose 50-0 the next week. Yeah. So it's just <clears throat> the competition got spread too quickly. The 10 teams, where are we getting all these players from? It's not just 10 teams in reserve grade, it's A grade also. So there was two years ago, there was eight reserve grade teams and six A grade teams and now we've got 10 and 10. So you turn 14 teams into 20 teams where are these yeah. players? Plus, then you add the 20s comp, so you're down all the 20-year-olds out of those systems as well. There's a lot of players to spread over three grades. That's why a lot of clubs struggle, like South. It, it's man, awesome, South, yeah. you'd feel sorry for South. You're just like, can they fold right now so they don't have to go through any more 100 nil floggings? Man, especially especially in like, yeah, for BRL and Reggie's to have... 20s playing 20s. That's old, man. You know, oh, like 20s is old. 20s, you're playing with men. Yeah. Man, I was playing opens when I was 17. Like, it, you just, you, 20s is too old. Unless you're playing Colts and you're genuinely pushing to get yourself into a cup system, then you should be playing in the grades with the men. And if you if you can't come back from Colts, because what's be is Colts back it. under 19s? No, it's under 20s. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. so they got cults end on the twenties. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so cults, cults oh, feed the twenties. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Cults feed the twenties. So it's like if you can't get dropped back from cults and play reserve grade, then you go play opens, man. Yeah. Like that's all how it always was, and then we brought the twenties comp in, and now it's man. I don't. I don't. I just don't know. I don't know how we fix it. I don't know what happens. Because it's a bit late now to start pulling teams out of those higher comps. You just need to work on strengthening them up so we have competitive 10 sides in each comp instead of going, righto, that didn't work, throw the book out. We go back to 6 and six and 8 or 6 and 6. Then we get a competitive comp again, but then we're stripping us of half of Brisbane losing a A-grade side just down the road, you know. So for the for the betterment of rugby league, we need to work on getting these these systems better, but at the same time... I think the only way you do that is you can the twenties and you, yeah. Hopefully, oh, I don't even know how you do it because it's not like it's not a money thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough just because all these blokes have got full time jobs. Yeah, like that's just it. To, you go up to these reserve guy boys, go, hey, we're gonna start making you train four days a week so you're fit. They're yeah, just gonna go get. Fired. What are the BRL money wise? What are they getting to play BRL now? It depends who you pay for. Well, you pay for West, probably a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't know if you'd be getting anything to play for South, but yeah, it's just, uh, there's no cap, so West can go out and sign everyone and pay big money and drain their fucking funds if they wanted to, and then other clubs who didn't have the funds or, or yeah, don't want to go Yeah, because you look at like West's that, fucking so. sponsor sheet, it's goddamn... It's ginormous. NASCAR, you know? It's like, ginormous. Yeah. Yeah, we need to wear two shirts at a time just to get the sponsors <laughs> on, you know? <laughs> We're all wearing tracksuits yeah. just to try and keep all the sponsors on. Why's that dude got three beanies on? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, yeah, twenties, twenties competition. I can't come in on. I'm sure you boys probably don't follow it. Nah, close enough. Much. Yeah, so twenties is is up for debate for for those who who do um, follow closer. But yeah, reserve grade. I've got West Valleys, Brighton, and um, Wynnum are always there. About and then for and then, BRL, it's West to lose. Yeah, like, yeah, it's West. Well, it has been West to lose for seasons seasons in a row. Saw now, a few so. boys about their comebacks for. Um, West Reserve grade on the weekend yeah, too. Jezza played, Ethan Wheel played, yeah. a few of the boys back and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, yeah, nah, good, good on them, good on Jeremy coming back. <laughs> I come back from doing OnlyFans in a mining camp to yeah. playing reserve grade. Well, the thing is, his OnlyFans isn't up still, is it? Butch? No, it's not. We take it down. I don't I know. I think well, he got bullied out wait, of it, which Jez, is unfortunate. We tried, to, we tried to subscribe last yeah. week. And we'll Jeremy, fuck it. only fans. I'll give you 20 bucks. Send me a photo of your feet right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll text you. I'll text you my bank deeds. <laughs> anyway. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> so we got D Wood. Danny goes, can I get a start for Keenan? Yeah, brah. Oh, 100%. If you want on, brah, you're on. We've got another seat right here. Yeah. We can have me, you, uh, Freedy, and, and Charlie in here one day. <laughs> we'll fucking we'll chew the fat, brah. <laughs> Yeah. Don't you worry. Well, I just, yeah, we'll call you. So we'll uh, we'll call you next before we call uh, Callum back. <laughs> yeah, you'll be getting a start over Callum again. That's for sure, D Wood. Don't you worry about that. Why, but yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll message you during the week, bro, or you message us <laughs> no, reminders. <laughs> yeah. Shout out D Wood. Oh, yeah. get, get in Freddy's inbox. All oh, yeah, up in there. yeah, definitely, de- definitely get you on, bro. Freddy only opens messages that have a little. It says you've been sent an image. If you send him a, your question followed yeah, by an yeah. image, I want a dick pic followed gonna, by a question. And then another dick pic, so yeah. it comes or up a in gif, a little tar. Yeah. A gif where that question pops out of a foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. It's just yeah. his William that says, can I come on the pool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just a fake glory hole just comes through that hole. <laughs> if you can somehow make a gif where your um, question is a rainbow shooting out of a glory hole, mm. 
then you're on. And we'll all leave. You can sit here by yourself because that's excellent. Oh, all right. And then D-Wood. Stinson on Whit- Whitlock. Yeah. Stinson's put up a comment. How does Charlie Mose look to improve his golf game in this off-season? Stop playing with you is the answer, cunt. Well, is he a good man. golfer? Yeah, he's actually pretty good. He yeah. towels me up every time. So he goes, all right. Yeah, he, uh, he sent that through to me. And um, I said, well, comment it then. So he did, obviously. Charlie Mose look to improve his golf game. Well, the only improvements I can see in anyone's golf game is... Just do your best work at the 19th hole. Get up to the clubhouse after and get stuck into it. Because the only way to improve you, your feel of the ground is by getting saucy there. You go up the 19th, you get to know the locals, you get a few tips and tricks off the blokes who play this course a yeah. bit, and then you'll, Fuck you'll the figure behind you the bar. Yeah, <laughs> the 85-year-old who works at the golf course. Yeah, yeah. Do, definitely do that, but yeah, get yourself... You can a suck a golf ball through a lawn hose. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Through the little hole in her trachea <laughs> that she just emphysema. Yeah, stick it in here. <laughs> so you can double penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got two. The boys. Oh, no. More than one. More yeah, than one bulldog away. style. Canterbury bulldog style. <laughs> yeah, just pack rape. Mm. So D Wood, come on next week. Talk, <laughs> about, talk about the R word. And, uh, and Stinson hit me up for a game of golf. So you yeah. can, can tell me up again. Oh, your well. shout, your shout. <laughs> that's all we got, eh? There's no more on there? No, that's it. No, well, that's it. Shout out again to Charlie for coming on. Shout out to our, our Brick Lane sponsorship, sponsored by that man Charlie himself. Um, Fridge is empty now. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a you case don't. at your doorstep. No. You don't have to drop hints. Yeah. You know? He's right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to send a message into the universe. That's all good. Um, shout out to Freddy for letting us into his dungeon once again. I'm glad there's no gimp master or anything around here anymore. I, I used to walk into that shit all the time. It was scarring for me. <laughs> shout out to That's Ken- why Righty left. Yeah, <laughs> sh- shout out to Keenan for showing up again. <laughs> it's really good to have you here, bro. Nah, he'll be back next week. He's got a he's got a few family things. I think he's um got a few ill few ill persons within mm-hmm. his household. So he'll be back, and um, we'll get the fourth mic going, and we'll yeah, we'll have to. We'll we'll chew we'll chew the fat next week and talk all things rugby league and. Uh, and all things funny, including glory holes, because that's Christian's favourite topic at the moment. Shout out to um, all involved. Shout out to the right man, as always. <laughs> and shout out to not being a mercenary. Cheers, Charlie. Boom. Well.